Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend this hour with us. So I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and empower people, especially adults, to own their voice that come in so many different forms. So this space was created to talk with people with all different jobs, hobbies, and interests, and have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. One, how do you define creativity? Two, how do you incorporate it into your life? And three, why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to talk to musicians, Reiki masters, mediums, doctor, lawyer, real estate agents, and so many more. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as their soul's essence, courage, imagination, basically all that we are and wanna be. So sharing these stories expands one's thinking and opens up self-expression to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Amy Gonzalez Nelson. Amy is a vibrant, heart-centered speaker whose magnetic energy makes her a must-see. More than a traditional motivational speaker, Amy inspires by effortlessly blending the healing components of humor, movement, and energy into a tangible approach to overall life balance. Amy, welcome to the space. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. I am seriously not this bad. I don't know what in Christmas trees was going on. Oh my gosh. This is what happens a lot of times when people are really on time. They're like, I'm going to get, or, or early. They're like, I'm going to get in really early. I'm like, don't be early. Like, <laughs> but you know what? It's so weird. It wouldn't work on, on my on my laptop. It only worked. Oh, in- it doesn't. It's only on your phone or your iPad. Okay. Gosh, dang it. Well, yeah, there you that, go. That, yeah, I thought that I, I anyway. You did. Here. No, 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 no. You did. You did. I heard iPad and I looked at my laptop. I'm like, oh, that's the same thing. So <laughs> to go with Amy. that. Okay, so let's just breathe for a minute. Whew. Okay, so I just want to say to all the listeners, I love things like this personally because it just shows you how human we really are and how much reliant we are on technology. So um, my fellow other humans that are listening, I know you can understand. Exactly, exactly. Well, I am so glad that you're here. Yay! We made it. Yay, Amy! <laughs> Thank you for your patience, honestly. Of course, of course. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. So, I just read the tiniest bit about you. So, could you please give people a little bit more information about who you are before we do a deeper dive? Yes. So hello, everybody um, that is listening. I am, I will start off by saying that I am not a technology person. So we'll start there. Um, My my name name is Amy Gonzalez Nelson, and I'm a self-proclaimed bravery activator, soul polisher, and speaker. And it is my goal to share as much as I can to support, advocate, and educate on the importance of acknowledging that being brave in itself um, is is truly the greatest act of all, um, and and of course being human. So that's a brief brief bit about me. <laughs> mm, that is brief, but we're going to do a much deeper dive. And when I ask you the first question, and just that word bravery is such a rich word, and um, I can't wait to get into hearing how you really uh, dive in and shine your light with that. But first. We're going to do a would you rather question. <laughs> okay. So drum roll. <laughs> there we go. And Amy, yes. would you rather ride an elephant or a camel to school or work? Probably an elephant. And I, I thought the same thing. Why did you ooh. think that? Um, they're so majestic and though both animals do kind of take their time 
elephants do have a tremendous affection. Um, and I don't know, their ears just remind me of like giant, warm, like heavy blankets. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I feel them wrapping around my legs and telling me everything is cool, you know? Um, and yeah, I just, um, I've always found elephants incredibly, besides being insanely wise, I just, you know, there's just more to them. Mm. I have to say, I am so jealous. My daughter, um, she is planning a trip to Bali and Singapore oh. Oh, oh, oh. and she's going to be 19 and she is going to stay in Singapore at a place where they have elephants. It's an elephant sanctuary. Oh my gosh. How beautiful. I know. Right. She's yeah. always, ever since she was young, she's like, I want to be around elephants. Well, that should say a lot too, then why she's choosing elephants specifically, you know, they're revered so much, um, in Thailand and just, you know, they hold so much luck and just. Humans. Oh, where'd you go? All of a sudden you went away. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now, now I can. Did you just get a phone call? No, no. Oh, that was weird. You yeah. said they're, they're very majestic and then you went away. I was like, where'd she go? Yeah, that's, it must be the um, majesticness of the elephant. Like, um, <laughs> just the fact that they, you know, they possess so much affection and wisdom and stuff within each other and ourselves, you know? Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. I can't wait to see the pictures that she has and all of that. So, okay. So let's dive in officially. So okay. the first question, which is, how do you define creativity? Beautiful question. Creativity for me is such a um, broad and wide, beautiful subject, right? Creativity could be the physicalness of, say, your art creating. It's also in the way that you move. Um, the, there is creativity in how we speak, how we love one one another, there is beauty to it. There's movement. I, anytime someone gives me the word creativity, I always feel movement, see movement, um, and this kind of cyclical flow of many colors and the colors that we um, emanate and put out to each other um, in the emotions that, that we possess and just uh, the journey, the journey of life is creative. <laughs> Gosh, so much of what you said was so descriptive. I love those descriptive words that you said. <laughs> First, you started off by saying it's broad and wide and beautiful. And then you said moving, speaking, how we love one another, how we feel, movement, cyclical flow, circles, color. There was so much description in that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am a very, I am a descriptive person. I'm, um, I'm a tangible person and the more I could describe things, I, it is my goal that those can find that image in themselves, you know, or image in the, um, in their heads to experience it in their, in their own way, in their own perspective. Do you do that as well Is do you have a, uh, an area where it's more your strength, where it's speaking or writing or movement? Is there an area? Uh, movement. Yeah, definitely. I teach a practice called Nia which stands for Neurological Integrative Action, and it combines nine different movement arts. So you have three from martial arts, three from dance, and three from healing. So there is such a plethora <laughs> of areas that you can tap into to move your body. Um, and sound, music has always been the biggest um, tool that I've used since I was a young girl. You know, it resonates with me on so many levels. And now that I'm older, I understand the science behind it as well. So there's that combination of the spiritual and, and the scientific that just does its own dance, you know, mm. um, and the vibrations that we each possess. And then it's the frequencies that we put out. That's how we connect with people. Um, so life yeah. has a rhythm. Life has, what did you say? I'm sorry. Life has a rhythm to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is. So let's get a little bit of backstory and let's work our way to this. Um, sure. So tell us a little bit more about your journey. Um, yeah. Tell us about your journey. If you could. Sure. Where, where... Well, you know, journey for me began, um, I'm originally from New York 
and have been living in the South for about 16 years. I just realized that this is the longest place I've ever lived in my entire life. So um, I went through divorce with my mom young and my brother and I were kind of pretty much um, left as a single mom to um, traverse the amazing jungle of New York City and Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So risk-taking and being exposed to so much culture and different walks of life started early. And I always questioned everything. I always carried a soapbox around and wanting to defend others and making sure that, you know, everyone's rights were met. And just this tremendous need of connecting with people was established very, very young. I'm a talker. I'm a connector. I am one to just want to be with another person knowing and didn't know it at the time, but there, there's an exchange there's a constant exchange. So this carried me throughout my life, but also understanding that I had anxiety young and at the time, those words weren't used. You know, Amy was always the emotional one, the one who was so dramatic, the one who would cry all the time. And in reality, it was a young child that was just exposed to so much so fast. And there began the foundation of mental wellness. So it's carried me throughout my teens, 20s, and now currently here. I am a single mom myself. And I also have two children who um, have anxiety and it's now become my service and purpose on this planet to advocate as much as I can for mental wellness, but also to help and support others to rediscover or discover that bravery that lives within them because being human is brave. Hmm. I love how you said about the, um, the soapbox, you started that young is that, <laughs> I can completely relate to that out of, there are so many things that resonated with what you said, but I completely latched onto that because I was always tiny, um, shy, but was ready to stand up. I'd stand up for the wall if the wall needed standing up for it. Wow. Like, That's yeah, awesome. it's yeah. like the same kind of thing where it was like, okay, your rights are being, are being taken away. <laughs> the big bully at the bus stop is being picked on by somebody else. I'm going to protect him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, I think also, too, I had the tremendous privilege of living in such an area where there were so many cultures, right? So um, there was constant conversation in all different levels, right, about someone's rights or women and, um, you know, um, equality and just, you know, pursuant of, you know, artists and being able to express, you know, so I, I had that ability. And then as I got older and traveled the world, yeah, I've seen a lot. And I realized since living in the South, just how naive I really am about certain things, you know, um, things still exist and very much so, you know, and it's that constant, I guess, you know, internal flame of that. Okay, let's go. There's, there's just more folks to connect with and share that journey with. Mm, I like how you just said that. Okay. This is the way it is. So there's more connecting to happen. Yeah. Oh, and I, and that's one of the biggest things that I talk about is the importance of we're all in it together. Cause if we're not, we're all going down with the ship, you know, <laughs> um, this amazing, wonderful earth is, you know, really requires all of us to participate in it. Um, and I, when I speak to clients, when I speak to folks, I remind them that, you know, there is a constant exchange. There's something that I need in you. And there's something that I have that you need. And that's where that importance of collaborating comes in. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's so necessary. It's that whole thing of when people realize that, Oh no, I can do it. I can do it. I do. It's all the me keep, let me like this whole control thing that we get and taking all of that burden on ourselves. um, It's nobody's taking I mean, it does happen where people take each other's ideas or they take credit for things or, but we can't do, we can't live in bubbles where we just do everything alone. It's lonely. It makes you feel lots of bad things <laughs> and it doesn't help the collective. No. And it really isolates um, yourself on so many levels. You know, it, it isolates your own creativity, right? Yeah. It, it isolates your natural flow of energy. So you are in essence just on this roundabout merry-go-round that you're not getting off of. Yes, yes, yes. So let's tap into that. You mentioned a little bit earlier, um, Nia, 
Yes. Yeah. Tell us more. That is, yeah. That's yeah. Nia, my attention. Um, Nia is the practice that literally saved my life. So I discovered Nia in 2013 when I was at my kind of really getting into that space of enough. Okay. En um, enough. Cause I am enough. And what happens now, you know, um, the, the decision to, is this what my life's all about? You know, um, that kind of culmination of things. And what I describe best about the feeling is if everyone's swam in a pool before and you sink to the bottom and you could still feel the foundation of the bottom of the pool, but you could look up and you could still see, you know, light, but that pressure of the water on top of you, you know, that for me was how I described that enough, that point of, well, there's no better place to go, but up at this point. Mm -hmm. So I was never the one to sit down. Um, and though yoga, oh, go take yoga. Yoga's great. I just never really drawn to me. Dance and music was always what I resonated with as a young child. So I was introduced to this class by another woman in a, in a yoga class that I was taking. And I took my first class and just literally sobbed the entire class from start to finish. And it was that was it. It rocked me to the core of, first of all, what the heck's going on that I'm sobbing so much. And then two, you know, why are, are all these other women truly moving in their body's way? We're hooting and hollering. We are expressing, you know, there was such a freedom in it. There was such a permission to um, be in this space collectively. Nobody's looking at each other any other way. And I went up to the instructor and I was like, yo, what is this? And I <laughs> pointed to my face, you know, I mean, it was like my face is red, you know, that really heavy cry. She's mm -hmm. like, oh, it's the magic of Nia. And I said, well, you could take it and shove it because I ain't liking it. Like I was so angry <laughs> of what was going on. And then she's, you know, I kept coming back to the class and I think I went maybe four more times. And the more I stepped really gave myself permission and allowed myself to step into it fully the more i was like okay i want more i want in and i was off to take my certification my my white belt the like not even two months later and i've been teaching now for eight years um and really it's was the catalyst that moved so my body literally needed to move to break up the memories and the um, the emotions, you know, what I tell people is we hold things on a very cellular level. And when we move, things come up. Mm. So it was the ability to really look at what was kind of underneath that kind of, um, you know, in those nooks and crannies of, of my body. And here was an opportunity for me to look at it and honor it and move through it literally and figuratively and then let it go. And it was so cathartic. It was, um, you know, regard. It, it added to my already therapy, you know, regime that I was on. And I was looking at other women, and I and men do come, you know, it's not just a woman's uh, practice, and just seeing that played out amongst them all, you know, and how much that ability for them to feel safe to let go, and then just watch their bodies relax and be in their own way and move their own way. And oh my God, it was just amazing. I, I just, I'm still in tremendous awe when I see it in class today after teaching so much that, you know, when someone is out of their head, but in their body, truly in their body, there's just such a beautiful painting. You know, you they are like literally creating, talk about creating, they're creating their own works of art with their body. Oh my gosh. That's such a beautiful image. I love how you said that you did this. You were like in your emotions, you're bawling, you're feeling it, and then you're angry. It's like yeah. you went up to the teacher and you were like, what the hell is this? I don't like it. It's even though you were in this and it was just express, 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 mm -hmm. purge, purge, purge. And then there's this like, why? I, I, this is out of my control. What is happening? But then you're drawn to go back. And then yeah. you're certified two months later. Like, isn't it interesting how the brain works? It's phenomenal. And I think that was it too, because I was at a point where um, my higher self knew, it, you know, it was time to step into the space when I was holding on to things for so long, 
you know, on so many levels, emotionally, physically, mentally, um, that it was time. So the anger came from, you know, I just, I wanted to keep it all in still, you know, like I, I, I was so hoping to keep it under lock and key and here I am now and the floodgates are open. I was like, yo, this can't happen in front of all these people. Number one, you know, and then two, am I ready for it? So it was one of those opportunities that I could have literally just left and said, forget this. But there was so much more to it where I, it was when you're in the right time, right place. And when I really started to understand what the practice was doing, I was like, heck, if this could do this to me, what can this do to other people? And I'm like, I want in. Mm -hmm. So I jumped like two feet, head, arms, legs, you name it, into it. And it really, it was a catalyst. It was that push to be like, okay, this is going to um, continue to, to evolve into what you do now. So not that there wasn't kicking and screaming, everyone that's listening, you know, nothing, nothing happens in this easy form, but it's this ever evolving journey that continues to this day. Yeah. It's that whole thing of evolution, being open to this evolution, being open to the, like you said, the getting out of your head and actually being in your body. And it's so true when people are truly moving, Mm -hmm. from their body, from their heart, from their soul, mm -hmm. there's a whole different expression. Everything is different. <laughs> there are these, these canvases that you're creating. You're just moving through space. It yeah. feels different on every level. When we're so tight and controlled and in our heads and all of that negative chatter and whatever, the lower vibration feelings, our body is so stiff. It is. And when I really started to um, embrace the practice at the time, my youngest was um, three, you know, and my eldest was seven. So I started to, can, you know, relay this back to them and getting them to really embrace their body and be proud of it and understand how it moves and the joy of moving your body. Um, understanding those triggers that come up, you know, when they feel angry or sad or confused, where do you feel it in your body? You know, having them connect that mind and body together. And that's when I started to shift away from saying, um, you know, mental, um, mental health, it's more mental wellness, you know, our, our bodies and mind come together because it's whole body work, you know? So that, you know, dialogue shifted for me. One of my favorite books that um, came along at the right time was The Four Agreements. Do you know it? I, yes, I'm pretty, is it more like a children's book or no? No, no, no. Often, no, no, it, okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's by Don Miguel Ruiz and he discusses um, the history of the Toltec, um, I don't want to say religion, but in South America, their way of, of, moving in their culture and it was these four major agreements and it was you know um be impeccable with your word hmm. don't assume um always do your best and um oh my god i'm totally going back yeah. um and you know it, it was all about simplicity but how much we um are making up life like you know humans mm -hmm. and where we are this is all a dream right so we have the ability to be these generational breakers and we have the ability to um change the narrative so i sort of seen this as a scripted reality you know and here we are and i get to choose and i've always had the ability to choose and thus my children have the ability to choose um so it it began to evolve in it um in its own right and that enters your body too. So again, all these levels continues to stack up onto each other. And I'm like, okay, how can I, how can I make this something bigger than what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Oh, okay. So let's talk about um, this word bravery. Mm -hmm. So let's get this conversation going about bravery. So I I called this um, talking to a bravey. Oh God. Okay. I'll, let's try that again. Talking <laughs> to a bravery activator and soul polisher. Yes. 
So when I was in the midst of really stepping into myself and acknowledging that, yes, being human is brave. When I think of the word brave, of, of course, it's the standard what I was raised to believe. Bravery is a, um, a soldier, and I'm not downplaying it by any means. Bravery is, you know, someone running into a burning building to save someone. And then it got me thinking, well, hey, you know, I'm getting up every day to participate in my life. That's brave. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to put my pants on. I'm choosing to take care of my family. All of these choices to step into my life is brave. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, wait a second. You know what? Every single one of us are brave to choose to live our lives. So that kept moving into the space of, well, you know, what is brave? And to me, I created the acronym of bold, resilient, authentic, vulnerable energy. And that's what brave is for me. And that's what I tell folks is that, you know what, each and every one of us has the ability to be a bravery activator for ourselves as well as someone else. Because mm. it, it's this whole part of mental wellness as you said, which I really appreciated instead of mental illness or mental mm -hmm. wellness, because it is mental wellness to realize and acknowledge how we step into our lives and these choices Absolutely. that we make. It yeah. is, it is freaking brave because from, from many, I can say it's, it's, it's a godsend. It's a gift that you wake up the next day. You can put your feet on the floor and say, thank you. And all of the things that we face throughout the day, all the decisions, all the choices, all of the, as we script it, so much bravery in every moment. Absolutely. And it's the acknowledgement of generations past. If we're still here, obviously we've been doing something right, right? The human population, we are still here and we're still evolving. To me, that's brave. You know, we didn't wipe each other out. Um, and that's so important for me to keep acknowledging when I and myself are in a tremendous space of discomfort. Um, you know, I don't like to say so much depressed. It's, you know, our bodies are needing this deep rest, this moment to just chill for a bit to then regather and begin again. And, you know, when folks say, oh, but mental illness is a disease, you know, no, it's a dis-ease. Our bodies are in a state of dis-ease. You know, we've gone through so much as, you know, as we um, evolved. I mean, we've got to give ourselves credit. We've got to give ourselves a moment of a high five. Mm -hmm. And that's when all of, you know, this kept continuing to evolve about, hey, you know what? You have this ability to activate that bravery in you you know, remind yourself, dang, I got up this morning. I'm brave. Mm -hmm. You know, I am choosing to go to work. I'm choosing to take a shower, you know, though it may sound simplistic for, for some, but it's not for others. You know, there's so much going on. There's so much incoming now more than ever. It's just, God, give yourself a great big pat on the back because you've made it, you know? Right. Yeah, it's true. We're just going, going, going. It's just, societal and just the expectation that you just keep going. Absolutely. And you said it, there it is. It's all about, you know, expectation for me, I believe expectation is the root of all evil. I think that, you know, expectations be gone. It just, it is a word I'd like to remove from the, uh, from the dictionary. Um, and then you mentioned, you know, soul polishing. So for me, um, the practice that I, um, also I'm involved in is intuitive healing. So a soul polisher, again, is each and every one of us. It's me tapping into you um, intuitively and kind of giving yourself a little, you know, shine up. I always envision when you shine up your shoes, right? You get that nice gleam at the tip. Well, that's your soul. It's that, it's that center part of you. And I'm here to just help guide you back to that shine. You know, you have everything in you. I'm just kind of giving you that alternative perspective. Um, and that's the journey that I take my, my clients to through is this intuitive soul polishing. So um, again, we each have that ability to, to provide that shine up for, for someone else because it comes down to the end. We're all in it together. So when you're doing this with your clients, is there, um, I'm sure it varies per person, 
uh, of where they're at and meeting them where they are. Do you do a lot of physical things, a lot of movement, a lot of talking, a lot of yeah. Yeah. So I, again, um, I obviously have to make sure folks know I'm not a therapist. I am a holistic guide. I do embody a lot of holistic practices. So I bring in the practice of me. I bring in Reiki. I bring in um, sound healing and, and vibrations. And all of this helps folks who say don't want the traditional route or they'll see a traditional therapist and myself. And our sessions are not, say, sitting in an office. We get out. We walk. We sometimes do Nia, you know. Um, it's it's the idea of keeping that energy flowing, you know. And it, I'm, I find and my clients find that, you know, they're finding more, um, more connection to themselves in, in that capacity, you know they are challenged themselves as opposed to a traditional route, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so much more connection because it's giving the opportunity to really have people experience be heard. Um, And I think the movement for me, it's, it is so key when I, when I'm working with people, it's, it's, it's about, there has to be movement involved. There has to be a hands-on experience. There needs to be some kind of experience because yeah. I think that's where people, their guard comes down. Um, there's, can be talking, not talking. We kind of feel it out and see where it is. Things are appropriate at certain times, at different times. It's just being in the flow of it. But when people are in motion, when their brains are more free to be expressive, uh, they're a lot able to be a lot more vulnerable, um, able to feel a lot more connection to self and to others. And there's a lot more permission that happens. Give yourself permission to try different things without feeling, oh, am I going to make a mistake? Oh, am I going to look stupid? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I love what you said about, you know, it's all um, an experience because I absolutely believe life is an experience, right? So what better way than to practice that that very part of um, experiencing is within your body, um, so that's where that movement comes in. And again, what you said about vulnerability, to me, that's where the magic happens when yeah. we are literally in our vulnerability. And that's part of my brave acronym. Um, it's that energy that, you know, I don't know, I want to say where, where all that juice is, where, where that meaty part mm-hmm. <laughs> of life is, is, is in that part. And um, I'm finding more and more that, you know, when we give ourselves permission, when, when, when we allow, you know, it's that flow is continuous. It's not only easier, it just feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say movement for others, I tell them, you know, even if you're doing nothing, you're making the choice. If you're still breathing, you're still moving. Right. Right. So movement's still occurring. <laughs> movement's right. still happening. Right, right. It's like this different level of awareness. Doesn't mean that you have to be jumping around dancing and sure. all of that. It's yeah, it's, it's just a different level of awareness. I always see there's so much busyness that happens where it's like filling space. Yeah. But it but it's yeah. not intentional. Yeah. It's it goes with a different mindset and a different vibration where there's anxiety or there's um I hope this is like satisfying I hope they think it's good enough. Like there's that other things attached to it where it it is completely different. Whereas if you're sitting there having a, if you're sitting there breathing, talking or not talking, but intentionally sitting there, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. And you know, the more that there is this dialogue out there, me, you, whomever else is out there, I, it's more, um, it's more information. It's, it's more education. It's more for us to think outside the box because there is none, you know, we humans have created this box. And for me, it's this limited energy where we are unlimited energy. You know, we Mm -hmm. are unlimited in what we can create and put out into the world. So, um, the more we get the message out there, the more we have this discussion, you know, Hey, it's going to hit someone. 
It is. It's, if it hits at least one person, um, but I know it, it will hit a lot more than that because you're exactly right. The, this is why we're having these conversations because yeah. it's expansion. For yeah. me, we're expanding the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush, but having these conversations, I get to tap into all these other people's worlds and what they're doing and what their missions are and what their whys are. And it's so beautiful. I am so grateful. Yeah, I love this journey. This space. Yeah, I love this journey with podcasting. I mean, I when when I first did my first podcast, I was like, oh my God, you know, I was a little nervous. But then to think, hey, I'm having this conversation with someone who lives in New Zealand for crying out loud. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is so cool. And it's just, you know, this release, there is no competition. We're all here collaborating together for the betterment of each other. And just to be able to be part of that person's world for 45 minutes or, 50, or half an hour, it doesn't matter. It's now I have this connection with someone else, clear across the big blue ocean, and we're all focusing on the same journey, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. So before we move on to the second question, I want to touch on when we had our pre-chat, I wrote this down and I just, it caught my attention in what you said. Um, live inside self or outside self. And I wonder if you can, we can kind of talk about that for a minute. Um, you know, when, when we're living inside of ourselves, we are truly aligned, right? We are connected um, both to, and I say spiritually, religious, whatever connects with you, you're, you're both aligned above and below into earth. So we're, we're living in this amazing, authentic truth. Living outside of ourselves is um, away from home, if you want to say. It's like this space in between your, your, your home, your heart, your soul. Um, and the more, this is where movement comes into, the more you practice um, connecting to body, you could feel yourself outside of yourself. So you, those, those triggers of, okay, well, wait a second, you know, um, let me give myself a moment to decide, you know, is this really mine or is it someone else's? Am I, um, is, is the mental part of me making this decision or is my higher self is that space of where my truth lives making that decision. And that's just the, you know, journey for self. It's, you know, listening to yourself. It's asking those questions for yourself um, and knowing what's yours and what's not yours and being responsible for yourself and then taking the moment to practice that part of life because life is going to continue whether you're in it or not. There we go. <laughs> life is going to continue. It's happening. We're, yeah. we're, in pro we're in progress. Yeah. So again, it's that reminder, like, heck, you could stay wherever you are for as long as you want, but life's going to keep going. You know, <laughs> sun's going to still rise and set. And, and whether you step in or not clearly becomes a choice up to you, um, regardless of the ups and downs and sideways. It's just life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can choose to have that alternative alternative perspective or not yeah yeah Whew, okay so we are going into the second question which i want to welcome <laughs> people here with us live thank you so much for being here Yay. we appreciate you any questions or comments please feel free to put them in the chat box below where we can see them so um how do you incorporate uh more creativity into your own life amy uh, great question. I know when I feel, um, I don't want to say dull, when I feel gray, when I feel that there needs to be more spark or I would like more spark. So I go to places that bring that part up to me, whether it's gardening. I found that I have become really good at, um, Propagating, propagating. I can never say it correctly. Uh, <laughs> propagating. Yeah, propagating. Yeah, you know, you know when you take a piece off and you put it in. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. When you take a part of the plant and replant there it to make go. it grow. Yes, I got it. So there you go. So I found that I'm actually pretty good at that. 
Um, and that I was shocked again, I was never, you know, a plant chick or being in the dirt, you know? Um, and I mean, I love it. It, it brings me a, a sense of peace and connection and, you know, dang it, I actually created something, you know? But wait a minute, um, wait a minute. Did you, so how did you discover that you were good at it? I, uh, my dad taught me. And then since he passed, I've been saying, oh, well, I'm going to try it. And I was like, well, this isn't that difficult. And I decided to use it also like I'm going to talk to you. So now I'm in my own home. You know, I like I said, I was divorced. I am divorced. And I needed um, to, again, add more creativity into my life. And I was like, okay, let me try this instead of buying all these plants from Lowe's that, you know, keeps dying every year. Uh -huh. I'm like, let me see if I could, you know, continue this growth. And voila, I'm like, well, dang it, this, this caught on pretty quick. And so now this plant is, is growing um, into another plant and I'm just, I'm separating them. And I was like, okay. And folks say, well, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just doing what my dad taught me, but I'm also talking to them, and, <laughs> you know, adding a bit of myself and joy and love in, um, into their amazing life. And they're giving me in return. So there's an exchange there. Yeah. And then I've seen this beautiful garden grow on my porch, you know, um, and it's become my, my sanctuary. And then, that thought of bringing them inside when it was cold, you know, now my house looks like a solarium, but um, it's, it's beautiful. And it's crazy because I have to put tape over the tops of my plants because I have cats. Oh. So I try to jump in. But so, yeah, so that became part of my life. I've also, um, I don't necessarily color, but, you know, I beautify, if you want to say, like, you know, my son is a tremendous artist and, um, I love how he expresses. So I'm putting up his work in the house and really being conscious and intentional of how I'm creating my space to bring that joy into my life. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's, I love those words, conscious and intentional of how you're bringing it in because, mm. and you, you're using the word joy continuously and that's what it mm. is because <laughs> that's what this whole space is about is that creativity goes beyond a pencil and a paintbrush. Creativity to me is it's expression. So it's a component of it. So how you choose to express yourself, whether that's in your job, what you're getting paid mm -hmm. for, whether it's in your personal life, it's, it's what, however you can show up. The yes. clothes that you put on your body, the food that you eat and how you eat it, how you inter interact with other people, just using your voice and using your words is an exchange. Yes. It's, a, it's a creative element in how we speak. It's like in this movie, LA story. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's from like a while ago. I, I know of it. I haven't seen it though. There's a scene where they're sitting around the table and um, there, there's a whole bunch of people and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so's taking a class and studying the art of conversation. And Steve Martin looks at her and goes, oh, really? And she goes, yes. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, if every exchange you had with someone was like a one word exchange, there's absolutely no creative, there's nothing being formed in that. There's no shaping, nothing's being built and expanded. It just stays at one level. So, if people understand that words and conversation is a, a creative element, just that in itself is an expansion of thinking, you know? It is. And I will say, though, you know, growing up, um, I come from a line of very creative. Um, my grandmother was an artist, painted, played piano, guitar. My father played drums. My grandfather painted. My great uncle was an opera singer. My brother. I mean, you know, we have galore in all different areas, painting, music. And I was like, well, you know, crikey, what is my talent? You know, what is my creativity? And I always compared myself um, with that and then not realizing that my movement, the way my own, I'm creating my own music, my energy, my joy, my happiness, um, my love for life and other people, that's creativity. That is also a form of art. Um, so when I connected those two and it didn't happen young, it happened later in life. I was like, well, dang it. That's, it's important for me to share that with others, especially my kids. My youngest is insanely talented. You know, he could 
create a whole model out of cardboard boxes. You know, he's the kid who wants to go to Goodwill and just create with stuff, you know? And my youngest, his, I mean, my, my eldest, his creativity is this logical beautifulness in the way he creates Legos, you know, like there's still so much beautiful art that they're creating different, but their own. Of course. Right. So that's what I like to point out to everybody that I talk to clients too, is that, Oh, I, I don't really know. I'm not good at anything. I can't paint. I said, well, let, let's keep talking. What do you do? You know? Right. And that's, you know, you love your family. You're, you know, you are so great with your animals. God, that's huge. So that's that soul polishing part again, you know, that's mm -hmm. that bringing them back into center. That's bringing themselves outside of themselves and into themselves. That's, that I, re I, I really like that. A lot of sometimes you have to go out in order to come back in. You have to see yourself from the outside. Yes. Yeah. In order to then go to the inside and really get to know yourself. I mean, so often people go through lives and we really don't know who we are. Yeah. And, you know, again, it comes down to just meeting people where they're at. I know for me, Again, I made that choice. So when I was journeying after divorce, I dated myself. I took a good year and a half, almost two years off before I even entered that world again. Yeah. And it was to really get to know me. What is it, you know, um, I don't want to say the old me. It was kind of getting myself reacquainted with the Amy that was from birth to that point, you know, and then thanking her and giving her all the props and forgiveness and grace and then stepping into this next portion because it's ever evolving. The journey is not ended. And when it does end, well, then I'm, a, you know, transitioning to the great beyond. But until then, you know, <laughs> there are many different roads that I am traveling on. And sometimes I have to sit for a while on that road. Yes. And just wait. I was recently speaking to someone and they said something very similar. And that's, it's like, sometimes you just have to sit. No. <laughs> you have to sit in it. Yes, you, you do. Sit. And then you figure, okay, it's not someplace that you're going to lay down and sleep. Because if it doesn't feel good, it's like, you, if you're not expressing, you're repressing. Oh, so if, if you're not, rep if you're, if you're not allowing yourself to feel, if you're not, Mm -hmm. identifying the emotion then it's it's so unhealthy <laughs> that's where disease yes. comes from it's like at times i get like okay just let me say what i need to say like i need to get it out i'm not going to live in the space of complaining about it all the time i don't want to be in the space and if i do then please remind me and i will you know just please let me know that i am living in this space but it needs to get out and then we can move on. Yes. And I, I, I tell clients too about, you know, there are benches along each of your roads and there are moments where you need that bench and you're just going to hang out for a bit. And that's absolutely okay. Mm -hmm. I'm a solution driven person. And I tell folks, even if sitting still, that's still a solution, right? That's a, that's a solution for yourself at that moment. You know, hang out, have some ice cream, you know, have a glass of wine, <laughs> and then pack all the stuff and keep going. Because, like, the reminder is life is going to continue. The grass will still grow under your feet, you know? So it's your choice how much you want that grass to grow before you pick up and go again. But keep reflecting back that that's a choice that you're making. And that whole moment of saying, okay, I'm done, I'm packing my bag, and I'm ready to continue to move on. But I come with a this huge, amazing, endless, you know, Mary Poppins backpack toolkit of mental wellness tools that I could use. I could tap into them any way I want and any moment I want. And that's what's so beautiful about your message to me is that whole bravery aspect. Because everything that you're saying, I'm just hearing the word brave because even as you're sitting on that bench and you're chilling out, you're not talking, you're having the ice cream, you're listening to music, you're whatever you're doing, it's a brave aspect to choose to take the next step. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we are in this world and we are viewing all of this, you know, this, when did we come to this place that we have to constantly go, 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 go and work wherever, you know, whomever created that concept, we're missing the very 
um, magnificent part of what it is to be human and to have a life, right? That constant go, 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 we're missing all those parts in between. If we're so focused on the end, right? We're beginning, but we're so focused on, on, on this end goal or getting to the end, all that in between is all is action-packed, filled with the best. It's like the most sprinkled ice cream cone you could ever have, right? That's where all of that lives. And so returning and understanding that in, embrace each moment as it comes because you're building more of your brave foundation. You're building more of what makes you so incredibly unique and awesome and what contributes out to the world because the world needs your unique vibration. Mm, yeah. I'm thinking of, again, I think in movies, um, <laughs> the movie I Letters, love the letters, to, letters to Juliet. And, um, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I watched that recently. <laughs> Holy cow. That's so funny. Oh, God, I've seen that so many times. And <laughs> yeah, she said, life is in the naughty bits. Yes, life is so in the naughty bits. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so true. You know, um, and the more, you know, uh, we could bring up those moments, you know, if it's movies for me, it's music, you know, we could, there, th those that are creating that, right. That's their unique gift to us. And it's meant for us to hurt here for that particular reason. Right. Mm -hmm. So it just adds on to that toolkit of, yep. All the wonderfulness of life are in all that naughty, messy bits, you know? Yeah. It's gotta be messy. If it's too clean, if it's too, yep, everything is seamless. It just went from here to here to here. Ah. No, oh. that's <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> nah. At the same time, we're like, nah. Nah. Because <laughs> I go back to my first Nia class. Man, I was snot filled and cried and yelling at her. And I did actually use the F. I'm like, F this, you know. I was <laughs> so pissed off. <laughs> that, yeah, that's life. I just love that because it is, it's so true. So often when we're faced with this, it's just like in our face, literally, like this is what you need. And it's, we're just un, un, like purging. And mm -hmm. then there's that like, no, I can't be that vulnerable. I don't know. I got to hold on a little bit longer. And yeah. yeah. Just... And then, and then also too young, you know, just being, so, I was admiring all these strong women that were just, you know, out there and they were living their truth and totally embracing everything. And of course, you know, as a, as, as a young girl, not knowing what in God's name went on in their lives behind the scenes, right? That's the thing that we, we keep forgetting that what we're being presented is, is just a snippet. It's not even a snapshot of that person's life. Right. And as I've gotten older to understand that, it's like, God, you know, that's brave. That's brave for these people to get up there um, and then be vulnerable. So when I was going through my divorce, you know, it was like every, you know, women hear me roar stepped up. I mean, there were women on the coffee shop line in, in the supermarket that just appeared. I want to say just appeared because I don't believe in coincidences. And there they were offering help and words of wisdom and support. And it was like, dang it, you know, yeah. when I chose to step into that vulnerability and allow others to see my pain, yeah. you know, and my sadness, everyone started showing up. Yeah. 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 So much more awareness. So before we get on to the last question, sure. um, um, do you have a morning routine? Do I have a morning routine? Um, yes, actually, I do. So it um, involves my fur children. So they uh, awake me at 6 a.m. And what I find so interesting, if those who do have fur children as well. <laughs> I like um, it. Yeah. <laughs> they bother my husband. Yeah, 4.30. Uh, yeah, so, you know, yeah. Um, my, my dog, I have this beautiful pit lab, Phoenix. She's 11, almost Ooh. 12. And though she is pretty much the alpha of everybody, I have a cat, Luna, that pretty much wakes her up first. Wake <laughs> me up. <laughs> and it's interesting because my dog will then paw me to get me up and I walk to the back door to let her out. And I stand there and um, my back deck overlooks this, I call it like this faux mountain. I'm just like, my house is built on, on a hill. So I overlook um, all these beautiful trees and I take a moment and I just admire the sunrise and I will out loud say, oh my God, you know, how beautiful. Wow. And I acknowledge it. And um, 
I've again, I've gotten into the habit of telling my kids. So if I um, have my kids that week and they're up at 630, I make sure that they take a look at that sunrise and acknowledge it. And that this ritual of mine became and then I then I turn on my lights, I turn on classical music and then that's how I start my morning. Um, So when I was faced with so I went through 9-11 and I've had many deaths in, um, in, in my family. And the particular thought to me is that those folks that have passed that I've known and loved and those that I didn't know will never see that sunrise again and we'll never see that sunset again. So it's kind of um, paying homage to them as well. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that I'm going to make sure that I wake up every day and acknowledge just how beautiful it is to see that sunrise. That is so frigging beautiful. Do you oh. hear that everybody? <laughs> no, truly. First I have to acknowledge, it was really weird how I asked you that question. I was like, do morning routine without kind of like leading into it. So <laughs> everybody, that was just kind of weird how I asked you that. <laughs> but, but, no but, but, but this is the, the way that you had that unravel and share, it becomes because you could look at it as this really annoying thing. Like I'm being awoken by my animals and <laughs> damn it, I have to get up. I have to do this. Da, 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 da. But it, it becomes this, this um, homage to where the cycle happens. Your cat wakes up the dog. The dog wakes you. You go to the door and then acknowledge this amazing world, hmm. the sunrise, and then to attach it to, you know, just being grateful, this gratitude. It's amazing. Thank you. And, you know, I really contribute this to the very fact of choosing to be brave and to embrace that, that vulnerability, right? Each of us has it within us. Um, but it, it is a personal decision. You know, it is a choice for us to decide to get to that point. And maybe it's not the sunrise. Maybe, you know, it's acknowledging that I have amazingly clean water in, in my cup, <laughs> you know? Um, so, each of us has a unique and wonderful opportunity, whether they realize it or not, that they do have a morning routine, you know? So bringing it to someone's attention, like you did, that's a great, I hope you use that for someone else too, because that's a great, yeah. you know, yeah. cause it got you, it's that kind of, you know, off the cuff and fly of like, Oh, do you? Well, yeah, actually I do, you know? So, yeah, cause, cause I usually do ask it, but it usually comes out more fluidly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's, so, but not, to, but not to everybody, but, um, I loved it. I loved it. So, well, thank you. But before we get to the last question, I just want to acknowledge too, that a lot of times people will think because people are putting these things into their lives that they haven't been through anything. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, well this person will good for them that they can admire the sunrise and, my dog wakes me up and it pisses me off. And, you know, th- this is like you, like you've said throughout this whole time of us chatting, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. We all have life happen to us. We don't choose to share certain aspects with ourselves because we don't. There's it's just nobody needs to know everything. But just because somebody seems happy, go lucky, go lucky in a sense to you and incorporates these things into their lives doesn't mean that they haven't experienced things. Absolutely. And I love that you pointed that out for when folks, um, I've had that mentioned to me before and I'll stop and I'll say, Hey, I don't mean to, you know, you could tell me or not, but how old are you? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I'm 47. Well, take a moment. You have been on this earth for 47 years. I am sure that if we sat down long enough, you could tell me this incredible adventure of your life, good, bad, ugly, you name it. So you have lived an incredible life thus far. Yeah. You know, so it's helping them acknowledge when they're in the moment or in your head to think that, oh, you have it all together. Heck no. Just like I told you, those that are listening, I indulge and says, you know, I'm a, um, since I am in the anxiety warrior world, ice cream is my go-to. That's what makes me feel good. You know? So yes, there are moments when I am collapsed on the floor and I'm crying and all my tears are dripping into my wonderful ice cream. I'm still going to eat it. I need it. So actually, so then you have to tell me, do you have a favorite flavor? I do. It's coffee. (laughs) I love coffee ice cream with lots of rainbow sprinkles. Um, So, you know, 
life is beautiful and messy and yucky. And I listeners that are out there, oh, we've heard that before, but it is, it's amazing. And, and also if those don't mind me cursing, it's shitty too. You know, I mean, it's just what makes it up all to be life. It is, which takes us to the last question, which Mm -hmm. kind of wraps it up nicely, which is why do you think creativity is important? Um, creativity is important because it is, it's the golden thread that binds us all together and binds our lives. It is the, um, it's a constant weaving in and out that creates this incredible tapestry that is you. So honoring that creativity in you is just you are in essence in constant state of building and creating and adding more to everything that makes up you. Well, that's the most perfect way to end everybody. (laughs) God, I hope that was good. Oh my God. Was that good? Everybody? Yes. (laughs) So friggin' poetic. Wow. Thank you. Um, I would love to say too that before I, you know, talked about the four agreements earlier. I want to just go through them again for those that are listening. It's be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. So um, I know I mentioned the book before and got stuck on my last four. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Amy, can you please tell everybody how they can find you? Yes. So my website is called braverybrigade.com. And I am, I am on Instagram and Facebook under Amy Gonzalez Nelson. I do little snippets and videos on Instagram and Facebook. So please check those out. And um, you can find me on my website if you choose to or want to take a little step into intuitive soul polishing. I do take clients via Zoom or uh, face-to-face or if you're in, in my neck of woods. So um, I also would like to say, like I end everything, is to brave on. Um, embody that sense of being brave, bold, resilient, authentic, vulnerable energy and to brave on. Brave on, baby. That was going to be the last thing I was going to say. Was there anything else you wanted to share? <laughs> Brave on, everybody. Go get yourself some ice cream. <laughs> Woo! That actually sounds really good right now. We're actually going to go. There's this really great app where they give food away, the food that they couldn't throw away. Um, so there's places that actually participate in this where they don't throw the food away and you can go purchase it at like a crazy cheap price. Where is this? So... I forget what the app is called. I'll let you know. <laughs> but, yes, please do. Let the listeners know too. Oh, I think it's, it's, I think it's, wait, I think it's too good to go. Um, I'm looking it up the app right now, but I think it's too good to go. So my daughter ordered um, from an Italian place and you don't know. Yeah. Too good to go. T-O-O good to go. Um, so download that app. And then in your area, you find out these places that, that do this where um, she paid $5 for what would normally be 15 and they just fill the bag with whatever leftovers they have. So it's, I know. So it's like this happy little surprise, like, Ooh, what am I getting? Yes. It's like that goodie bag, right? You get in like goodie bag, you don't know what's in it. Exactly. You know, pretty cool. So there we go. So check that app out. That wasn't even like planned. I'm not doing a commercial for them, but I am. <laughs> Those that are listening, hint, hint. Alice, she did great. Creative conversations. <laughs> there you go. Do you get a discount or a coupon? Alice, <laughs> um, you are awesome. Thank you so much. It was such an honor to be part of your, your world for a little bit. Um, and, you know, Thank you, thank you, thank you, listeners. You know, continue to check out Hollis. She is absolutely fantastic. So oh. it's been an honor. Thank you, Amy. You're so much fun and such an inspiration. And I want to learn all about this Nia. And yeah, you really just got me. This was a great way to end a Sunday. So, and all of those listening who are here live and catching the replay, this space is all about inspiring each other, sharing stories and connecting. So please like, follow, share, do all of that stuff so more people can see this because I believe that we have always needed to be there for each other and lift each other up. We need it now more than ever. Thanks. So where I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> so wherever you are in this world, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, and look forward to talking to you soon. So goodbye, everybody.
Bye-bye. Bye. Feeling inspired? There are so many ways to do things for you, to get yourself moving, to get your creative juices flowing, and to have fun. Check out I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing. Go to IamCreativePhilly.com. I am creative Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And check out the experiential kits. Check out Creative Shui, which is all about creative inspiration and guidance. And for Express Yourself Publishing, there's so many multi-author book opportunities. So I would love to chat with you so much. Everybody has, everybody's creative. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has an expression. And I can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much for taking this hour to listen to our stories and share the energy. And I wish you a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in this world. Bye, everybody.